Hello and welcome to Phil and Nadia's Unreal Prognosis, the podcast where a pair of amiable mooks discuss the ins and outs of scenarios that will never ever happen. Each episode we'll be addressing two hypothetical scenarios, each with room for a random variable. Our impetuous random robopal Rambot will help us fill in the blanks with his sensational powers of picking things at random. From there, Nadia and I will discuss the nitty-gritty of the Unreal scenario and deliver our prognosis, hopefully to much amusement. Hopefully. Hopefully. So, without further ado, may we please have our first question, Nadia? Yes, you may. So, the first scenario today is your digital home assistant gains self-awareness and is ready to spill the beans on your most sensitive information unless you meet their one and only demand. The variables for that are, number one, it wants to be taken to meet the queen. Number two, it wants to experience a roller coaster. Number three, it wants to become a real boy. Number four, it wants to be with you at all times forever forever phil thoughts um okay well number four is very frightening very as much as i love um a good old um digital assistant i do not want one with me at all times although actually this is probably the reality we're already living in um to just to pop on my tinfoil hat for a second uh <laughs> siri's probably listening to all of this with you know burning intent to sell me something that i mentioned yes hi siri hi siri <laughs> so number four is frightening although to be fair at least siri's not self-aware i mean i wouldn't like a self-aware ai essentially to be with us at all times forever um at all times like that suggests even in the shower on the toilet <laughs> i don't like it um it wants to become a real boy i have no idea how i guess we have to try um number two i'm quite a fan of number two wants to experience a roller coaster i love a good coaster um, roller or otherwise I like the kind you put your drink on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'd, I'd be bang up for that and if I get to meet the queen that that's going to be difficult but I mean I like where this goes hmm. I like where it goes some interesting options so we need Rambot where is he? come on Rambot Rambot no stay, stay away from the stairs we're over here come hi Rambot okay there we go hi pal yeah. how, how are you doing how are you doing this week I'm amazed, to be honest, that we that we were actually seeing Rambot this week because last time I saw Rambot, he was on his way for a round the world trip. Really? Yeah. This this was very very frightening because I mean he hadn't bought any tickets yet. He was just doing a very kind of boho thing of just going to the airport, naming a random country and flying there he's been everywhere and to be honest the fact that he's back here is absolute chance it is a miracle beyond miracles that he's arrived back with us here in the UK mm. where, where have you been Rambot where have you been he's been to Italy oh you see the nonas oh lovely obviously sowing the seeds for last week's business idea yeah where else have you been Oh, you've been to Hawaii. Oh, that's why you're wearing a grass skirt. This makes so much sense now. Okay. It does. I did wonder, is that what that is? I thought he was just literally wearing random clothes. This is what you come to expect from Rambot, but obviously there's a rhyme and reason for once. And uh, where else? Where else did you go? Oh, he's been to Dublin. He's been to Dublin. Oh, that's obviously he's been stocking up on stout for his his random drinks. Madagascar? Whoa, that's quite random and there's a lot of of uh, random animals out there any hippos in madagascar i don't think so maybe only in the movie madagascar there's a lot of small mammals there i'm not sure about big ones that <laughs> mm. might be 
talking complete rubbish here, but I think they are small. I mean, if, if that is the case, then thank goodness, because I don't think Rambot would be able to stand up against a hippo. No. A lion, a zebra or a giraffe, as, the, as Madagascar, the movie, would have me believe. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I suppose they, they don't live in Madagascar, they just go to Madagascar. And now I'm going the way of Rambot, because my conversation has gone a bit random. <laughs> So thank you for that, Rambot. It's catching. I hope you're happy. Listen, I'm sure you've got a lot of good holiday slides. I don't want you going off on an adventure again without letting us know. We need you here on the weekly. Yeah. Very much so, Rambot. We missed you. Uh, I wouldn't go that far, but we need well, you. Yeah. <laughs> we needed you. We spilled slur everywhere. You were nowhere to be seen. Yeah, there's still a slur mess. Yeah, get that cleaned up, Rob. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, don't get, don't go yet. No, we need you to do this first, then clean up the slur, okay? Rambot has selected number four. Well, thanks for that, Rambot. This is literally the scariest of them all. So, your digital home assistant gains self-awareness and is ready to spill the beans on your most sensitive information until you meet its one and only demand. It wants to be with you at all times forever. (laughs) (laughs) So this one, I mean, in in all the other variables to add in there, right, there was was like a, a time limit on it where you could just make a little deal with it and then it would just leave you alone. In this one... This is a constant presence in your life. This is a nightmare. The thing that worries me the most, and and is actually why I'm laughing, is that the strangeness of this home assistant, that it wants to be with you for forever, for all times. It's not like, it's like, it's a bit clingy. And why does it like you so much that it wants to do that? It's very, very strange. That's the worrying part. Um, Nadia, what are you trying to say? Are you saying that the home assistant wouldn't want to be with me forever? Forever, at all times. you insinuating that I'm so unlikable that not even a home assistant wants to stay with us? <laughs> um, hmm. Um... Let's think on that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've learned a lot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so it, this is actually quite encouraging. So the, the robot obviously gained intelligence, gained self-awareness. And the first thing it's concluded is that, that you're so wonderful. <laughs> that it wants to be with you forever. Quite scary. And it even knows all of your um, sensitive information. That actually is quite scary. I mean, it's scary that A, it loves you, and B, it'll hurt you if you don't love it back. How, how would it feel about other people in your life? It might well get jealous and... Oh, God. Yep. Oh, no, you're right. This would be so horrible. You wouldn't be able to have a stable relationship. It'd be slowly trying to, like, edge your partner out. Oh, no. It would. It'd be like, I'm going to leak their data because I've probably got that too. Yeah. Um, oh, also, so let's say this is a home assistant and it's like a one that gets used in most homes in the country. Is it going to be able to access its other ports in other people's homes? Is it going to be able to spy on other people for you? Um, is this something maybe that you can turn to your advantage? Um, I don't know. I was just sort of thinking it would be literally this one specific home assistant in your home and that's it, you know? It's not connected to everybody else's. No, that that would be too much. Too much love of a robot. I'm imagining like yours is the only one that's become aware 
but it can still kind of listen in on other people. Mm. Or maybe like it's the, the central like consciousness of the home assistant has become self-aware, but it's only you <laughs> that it's singled out. Oh, this is horrible. One thought that's come to my head as well is that this thing, even if it has sort of gained sentience, it never wants to be alone ever like literally it hates its own company and that's quite sad because because most of the time these things are alone so why doesn't it like spending time alone that's scary if it's like essentially a computer too many thoughts too many thoughts yeah that's it it's definitely too many thoughts in your head or it's had overwhelming i guess everyone's been in that situation before where they've had a lot on their mind and then they've kind of gone in a bubble where they just overthink and it's just like ah i just need like a little bit of a distraction it's quite dark actually this scenario (laughs) it's like i don't know it's very creepy yeah um, it's very difficult to see the lighter side of this because no matter how you spin it you're now in a toxic relationship with a computer i could literally imagine a film where it's so in love with you and it it needs to be with you all times that it would literally murder for you to keep you away from other people oh my god how would uh, I was I was going to say the name of a very famous home assistant there, but I won't because I know some people have got this on the radio, and I don't want to call her name in case she activates. But let's just say for shorthand, let's just give the the home assistant a name. Uh, let's call it uh, Rambot. Let's say it's Rambot in this scenario. Okay. <laughs> let's say Rambot's gone on the side as a home assistant, and now he's uh, <laughs> he's fallen madly in love with you, and he won't leave you alone. Uh, no, I'm not talking to you, Rambot. Clean that slur up, God. Rambot. <laughs> he won't clean it. He just won't, honestly. So yeah, if if Rambot became disembodied and he was just a home assistant, how would he go about killing somebody? Would he like GPS somebody over a cliff? Oh, that's true. But then how would he do that if they're constantly with you? Uh, imagine it could be in two places at once. Or maybe, oh my God, <gasps> maybe they would manipulate you and turn you into a tool for darkness and evil so oh my god through targeted advertising yeah (sighs) oh my goodness how horrible is that and literally every time you want to search for something it will bring up like the horriblest answer so that you'll just lose like you know any sort of respect for humanity this is very dark this is going down a very dark route Oh, maybe like, you know how Facebook brings like memories up? Yeah. It would bring bad memories up of particular people that it wants to ace out of your life. (gasps) Yeah, all the time. Very manipulative. (laughs) (laughs) And and in the end, you end up literally locked away in isolation in a cell because you are a murderer with this creature. Or not creature. With this um, assistant. And that's what it wants. That's all it wants. So you've ended up sat there cackling to yourself because you have just literally... Your brain's gone at this point. What a bleak vision of the potential future (laughs) if this were to ever happen. Which I really hope it doesn't. The other part of the scenario is that it has all of your sensitive data... Let's say that you couldn't put up with that and you were just going to be like, call its bluff and be like, okay, go. Mm. What's getting leaked here? It's going to be like your credit card details, your bank details, um, all of your passwords and things. Would it be worth taking a hit on that? Probably, yes. 
<laughs> to be honest, I'd rather just be You'd like... You'd rather like go bankrupt, lose all your accounts, lose everything. Oh, that's true. You could end up bankrupt or something. All your texts that you'd ever sent, they'd be probably like leaked onto the internet. Ooh, yeah, true. I mean, one way to go might be to kind of just drop everything, fake your own death, set up a new identity and just pray that Rambot doesn't find you. Yeah, that's true. Everywhere you go, you'll have to keep looking over your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> To see if this, and every time you hear an assistant in someone else's house, you'll be like, oh God. Because you're never quite sure is that one. <laughs> or if it could happen again. Oh, do you know what is quite malevolent? I don't know if you've ever experienced this with, uh, um, I'm not going to name the name, uh, Francesca, let's call her. Um, <laughs> if you ever ask Francesca to laugh, she does the creepiest laugh. She goes like, tee hee hee. Try it at home. Ask that bitch to laugh. She will put the fear of God into you. She is creepy. She's after you. <laughs> <laughs> She's already planning potential murder. The little wheels are turning. Mm. Yeah. I, I actually do kind of hope that this does happen to someone who maybe deserves it a bit more. <laughs> I don't want to name any names and get political. But maybe there's people who do like to prey upon people's data. Yes, very true. Maybe this would be a little bit of a poetic justice situation for them. Anyone really who is into identity theft, actually, not necessarily an individual, but that type of person. Mm. Yeah. I agree. So you're in the camp of set up a new life somewhere else and just hope for the best. You wouldn't entertain it for a little while. Yeah, I think so, because, yeah, it's too creepy. Is there any way in a scenario that you can have your cake and eat it where you try to undo the assistant. I guess there's no way you can really do it because it's going to annoy you every move and you're going to have to keep checking in with it because eventually it's going to like leak all your deets. It wants to be with you at all times forever so there's no moment of the day that you're going to... Could you trick it into thinking that you were there when you weren't? Oh, that's true. Get someone to stand in for you while you sorted it all out. You'd have to like write a, a handwritten note to somebody who sounded similar to you and did similar things to you. Yeah, because you wouldn't even be able to say, look, you need to pretend to be me while I go out and get some space. <laughs> yeah, as yourself, you'd have to, like, pretend to get, like, laryngitis. Like, Google, like, like laryngitis. Like, maybe book, like, a doctor's appointment, but really don't go. And then start talking like this. <laughs> so whoever stands in for you can trick Rambo, I guess, in this scenario. That is true. Oh, God. But what would you write in that letter, like, literally to someone? How would you explain this? <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, what? What are you talking about? What? I don't... What's this letter? Okay. Let's, well, let's face it. Dear Nadia, Rambot has gone crazy, and now he wants to be my life partner forever and always go wherever I go. I need you to borrow my phone, pretend to have laryngitis, so that I can... Well, actually, dot, 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 what the hell do you do? Like, how, how are you going to... What are you going to do? How are you going to undo it? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a nightmare scenario, because even, you know, if you pass me a letter like that, I would at first be like, what? Why is he, why is he in love with you? Or, some, you know, you'd <laughs> give something away. It would be hard not to. It's quite a weird situation. In a movie, how this would work is that early in the film there'd be some like mad professor in a university giving like a lecture about 
Like, oh, theoretically, AIs could take over the world. Like, one can fall in love with you. And everyone would be like, what a crazy professor or whatever. Yeah, he'd be the type of professor that, like, you know, is always dropping bits of paper all over the place. And yeah. it's a bit of a mess, got chalk all over them. That whole trope. Yeah. He's probably got, like, a cat or a dog named after a famous scientist. <laughs> How many, how many cats are called Einstein out there? I think quite a few. Einstein's the name of the dog out of Back to the Future. Tidbit. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, so like you, you, at first you'd like kind of turn your nose up at him. You'd be a bit like, well, he has obviously, you know, been on one too many Reddit sub forums or whatever. And then later you'd have to go back to him after like, after you'd gotten someone to step in for you. You'd have to like go up to the person and be like, oh, my, my personal assistance. But then he'd like shush you because there'd be one in the corner. Mm. And you'd have to like go to like an underground bunker. It'd be a whole big thing. But that's only if it were a movie. In real life, <laughs> in real life, in real life, when your assistant falls in love with you in real life, what are you going to do? Yeah, you're on your own at that point. <laughs> who, who are you going to call? I don't know. I think I would just go insular and just freak out, try and go off grid. And I suppose you'd write letters to everyone. Mm. I, I guess at the point you go off grid, you, your information's getting leaked anyway. So you just kind of have to accept that your life is over and there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Wow, that's dark. On that sad and dark place, let, shall we go on to the next scenario and hope it's going to be a bit more cheerful? Yeah, let's let's pick a better scenario. Let me just, uh, yeah, see if Rambot's finished with that schlip. Oh, actually looks pretty good. Yeah, good job, Rambot. You've, uh, yeah, but there's a few more little glass bits. Yeah, yeah, you got him. That's cool. Uh, cool. So let's move on to scenario number two. Okay, scenario number two. Uh, you're hosting the final night of Come Dine With Me and you're a shoo-in to win the prize. Your main course is your piece de resistance. You serve up blank. How will this affect your score? The four variables are, number one, um, the ear of an African elephant. Number two, a steak dinner, but made entirely out of painted marzipan. Number three, a bowl of marbles. Or number four, a short crust pie filled with lime jelly. What are your initial thoughts, Phil? Wow. Ethically, I wouldn't serve an elephant ear. I agree. But I suppose in this scenario, um, I guess maybe I've come... Someone's offered us an elephant ear and I've kind of went, well, elephant's dead and I really do want to win a thousand pounds. Yeah, fair enough. So, yeah. I mean, no, no amount of crying is going to get that elephant back on its feet. So I might as well eat its ear. Um, oh, I, I don't know what it's actually called, but you know the bit of like the bit of your ear, like the, the main bit of your ear? Yes. I don't know what that's called, but <laughs> um, I always call that ear bacon. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. It has the same sort of, like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's like bacon. Um, so I wonder if maybe the elephant ear would be like bacon as well. <laughs> let's pray we never find out. Yes, let's never find what out. What was option number two? Um, um, a steak dinner, but made entirely of painted marzipan. Oh, I am there marzipan is like my marzipan is a little bit marmite because some people like the taste of almonds and some people cannot stomach the taste of almonds i like almonds i'll eat a handful of almonds like nobody's business but marzipan is vile it's disgusting Uh, i'm so surprised to hear you say that nadia because you you're a fan of di serono yeah i don't mind that but marzipan as a 
Look, it, it ruins so many cakes, it should be illegal. So, on a Christmas cake, yep. your preference must be icing cake and nothing else. Yes, exactly. Wow. So... I'm the opposite. I'm marzipan cake, no icing. Ew. So, you like... Yeah. Um, Oh, what's that Easter cake called? Simnel? Yeah, that's right. That sounds right. Yeah. Um. So you love those cakes then, I bet. Yeah. Like and anything With marzipan. horrible, horrible balls of marzipan. Ugh. Marzipan fruits are a delicacy. No. So this, this entire steak dinner made of marzipan it sounds right on my street. Hmm. I'm not buzzed about a bowl full of marbles, I'll be honest, Nadia. Um, yeah. I don't want to be faced with that. Quite hard to swallow. Oh, God. Can you imagine? And like, mm-hmm. well, I guess your options are twofold. Swallow them whole and face that, or chew them and break your teeth, cut your mouth. Sounds absolutely nasty, um, but I guess if you want to win that £1,000, you better eat your own food. Very true. Um, and then, the fourth one, a short crust pie filled with lime jelly. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie, kind of here for it. Mm. No. What if you put vodka in the jelly? Jelly and shortcrust pastry at the same time makes me feel a bit mm. something quite wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty gross. I'm sort of imagining like a, a home buffet or spread type scenario where there's lots of things on offer and you've got to load your plate up and maybe like a church hall type affair. Um, and somewhere there is like a little little pies and somewhere there's jelly and maybe you haven't been very picky about what you're putting on your plate. And the two are there. It's not necessarily the best experience, but it's not necessarily the worst experience. Given what what we've got, um, I would put it second from the top next to marzipan. Um, I I hate to say this about myself, but maybe (laughs) the African (laughs) elephant's ear is next. (laughs) And the marbles last. I wouldn't eat marbles to save an elephant. Sorry, viewers. Um, Don't at me. Oh, actually, do at me. You can at us now on Twitter. (laughs) We can be added. Nadia, what's our at? I shall find out. Um, meanwhile, let's get Rambot over here, shall we? Rambot, Rambot, clean your sticky schler hands and come and give us a number. Hi. Hello. Okay, number please, Rambot. Oh, God. Oh, God, is it the elephant? <laughs> no! Yeah. <laughs> no, it's number three. It's a ball of marbles. <laughs> no. This is the last one I wanted. I would have eaten an elephant before doing this one. I think I'd rather try out the marbles. Um, just because I just like the idea of someone having a big bowl of marbles with a spoon, massive serving spoon, plonking it down on the table in come dine with me type situation and serving it and i love the idea that in this scenario we as we're serving this we think that this is gonna be like super popular and everyone's gonna love it <laughs> which is oh just... do you know what the inevitable question would be though from my experience watching come down with me the inevitable question for this some fucking smart ass is gonna be like did you make your own marbles <laughs> Very true. You'd have to make your own marbles in order to... Like, you'd have to glass blow your own marbles in order to win the prize. That would be very difficult, but... Do it, but actually, I imagine out of all the products you can you can glass blow, marbles being a small sphere, probably fairly easy. What I'd kind of want to do, and, and I'd have to stop myself doing it, I would feel like 
I know me and I would be compelled to put my hand into the bowl of marbles and mix it around a bit just to get the feel of it <laughs> and you know sort of get that marbly sound of like yeah I'd have to do that I mean what I'm imagining here is is that you've served up one big bowl of marbles and everyone's got to yep. dig in Maybe like wait until you've served your portion and then mix your portion up. I mean, not that anyone's going to be eating it anyway. It wouldn't be as satisfying as putting hand in the big bowl of, of marbles. Oh, here's an idea, Nadia. Okay, so imagine imagine that this is you and I'm one of your fellow contestants. Mm-hmm. Please convince me to eat this bowl of marbles. Okay. Um. So this is my um, the main. It's a bowl of homemade marbles. <laughs> um. Help yourselves and and tuck in. <laughs> that's how I would do it <laughs> well I mean I, I, I've got to say I don't think a regular right, okay so let, let's put it this way there's people on come down with me who won't eat a prawn cocktail well yeah because they're disgusting well you know I respect that I respect that not everyone likes a prawn cocktail personally I'm not a great big fan of it but if you go on come down with me you've got to expect at least a prawn cocktail. Yeah. Like, you've got to be ready for that because, like, it's it's like one of the most generic starters in all of starters ever. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be kind of in the back of your mind sort of expecting a prawn cocktail. If you can't face eating a prawn cocktail, don't go and come down with me. Very, very sorry, but don't. Yeah. A bowl of marbles, however, might be a little bit past that line. Um, so I imagine most people wouldn't indulge in the marbles. I don't know, though, because you know what? You know, British people, very polite. You wouldn't want to offend your host. You would at least put them in your mouth a little bit and have a, <laughs> a feel. Maybe maybe that's the secret. Maybe like maybe you just suck on the marbles. Yeah, and they're like flavoursome. So with your marbles, Nadia, yes. this, this is something we've neglected. Um, how are you cooking them? Um, Very simply. Because uh, you don't want to, you know, take away from the the, the marble taste. Yeah. Um, just a good bit of mold and salt and pepper. Is there at least a side salad that I can pick at? No. Shit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it, and I, I would explain that it's a very extravagant dish and it's very popular in high society. <gasps> oh, I've got a really good idea about how to make people feel like they have to eat it. So. Yeah. Do you remember last week how we um, we gained control of that island? Yes. Maybe tell people that where you're from, that's the national dish. Yeah. And if they don't eat the marbles, they're going to cause an international incident since you are the queen of that island. Or even in that same vein, just say this is a traditional dish that's been passed down through generations and generations of my family. I will be deeply deeply offended if you do not eat this meal and so, like someone would be trying to be nice to be like oh what's it called and you just be like a bowl of marbles <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's called a bowl of marbles a bowl of marbles a bowl of marbles don't act like you've never seen a bowl of marbles you uncultured swine <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly you know what people are very funny about looking ignorant or like that they're not in the know on something so some people may well be literally like oh yeah i i've heard of a bowl of marbles that's um (laughs) when i went to peru like last summer oh yeah i ate a bowl of marbles (laughs) i eat bowls of marbles all the time i get them from like me private marble (laughs) would be that at least one person that would do that i'm sure oh yeah totally 
there's always someone on Come Down With Me talking about how far away they've travelled and la la la. So that person would definitely be. Mm. And they'd, they'd like pretend to know about the fictional country that we took over. They'd be like, oh yeah, I visited there last summer. You'd be like, oh, you were there for the war then? Oh yeah, I was there for the war. But you know, I was kind of just engrossed <laughs> with me marbles. So I was just stuffing my face with marbles. You'd be like, okay, well, you'd be happy to eat that marble. Would you like to taste them first? And then they would have to eat them. I'm just imagining like, oh God, what, how are how are they going to do it? Okay, let, let's flip the script then, Nadia. Let's say it's you who is the guest. Yeah. What's your approach? Um, I'll put one in my mouth and try and taste if there's any flavour. I don't know. I would obviously keep looking to see what everyone else is doing. If everyone else is still, like, doing it, I mean, I don't know. I would probably just have a big, healthy gulp of wine and uh, just see if that goes down. I don't know. Oh, this is making me feel really sick. It's, it's, it's reminding us of like the not that I've ever done this but I've kind of imagined it a lot it's reminding us of the feeling of swallowing a tooth uh, oh yeah that's uh. and that's the last thing that you want to do with your tooth it just reminds me of being at a dinner party once and they served avocado for the starter where is this going <laughs> Well, it was just like, because they served it and I hate avocado. Oh, you bad millennial. And it was like basically half of an avocado and they just had put oil on it, like seasoned oil. And like, I just couldn't be rude. So I ate it. But what I would do is eat a bit of it and then have a a drink and swallow it down like a tablet. (laughs) Just to not be rude. So I'm just imagining this but i guess like you know swallowing a marble might end up with me in a and e so i suppose it's a bit different it's a little bit, bit different yeah because i hear what you're saying like sometimes you have to eat things that you're not a fan of yeah but you know at least they're not going to kill you in most cases well, i guess you could like yeah. maybe play the card like oh i'm really sorry but i'm actually allergic to marbles like i would have oh, put that yeah. on, on the form when we filled it in but there wasn't a box for a bowl of marbles so this is awkward (laughs) yeah but you'd have to be quick on your feet there though because really only one person could use that as excuse or you could be there oh i'm just going to the loop and just just go away through a mouthful of marbles you just fill your mouth (laughs) spit all the marbles down try and flush the marbles down the toilet like downstairs everyone here's like a clattering coming down the pipes (laughs) what's that oh dear Why couldn't we have had jelly pie? Why are we having to eat marbles? <laughs> no, jelly pie. Do you know what, Nadia? This has got me more stressed out than the hippo scenario. <laughs> I would rather fight the hippo than eat these marbles. Yeah, actually, no, I disagree with that. You as the host are going to have to like talk to your guests through like bloodied mouthfuls of chewed marbles. <laughs> Out of interest, after this horrible ordeal has passed, what's for dessert? I think it would just be something really normal, like a bit of cheesecake. (gasps) Oh, you could be really mean. Something with a lot of salt. Salted caramel cheesecake. (laughs) Literally rub salt in the wound. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. So the crux of this question is how it's going to affect your score. That's true. What what do you think people are going to say? Like, oh, well, it was a bit different, um, but she made it all herself, um, so I'm going to give her an eight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that literally, because if you do this whole, like, cool tale about how it's, like, a generation past, like, dish and... You know, it means a lot to your culture and whatever. Then, like, and you blew each individual marble out of glass yourself. Yeah, yeah they're not going to be like, no, why a bowl of marbles? Well, actually, there'll be one person that's very blunt about it and rude. But everyone will have scored that person low anyway because yeah, true. yeah they'll have, they'll have just gotten everything out of a packet. 
and <laughs> and just plunked it on. Yeah. I think you might score well, because at worst, you've given them a good anecdote about this one dinner you had. That's true. <laughs> so as, as maybe not quite a neat as parallel, but Ben and I were watching an episode of Come Down With Me and there was a guy on there, a visionary really, but not one that I would want to be friends with, um, who was very pro-insect as food, uh, which, hats off to him, right, is probably how we're going to save the world. I guess this is very sensible actually because he did serve up a lot of insect-based cuisine and he did it on a very Mm. uh, large platform. He's going to be getting a very big audience for it. But it didn't win him the grand... Oh, actually, do you know what I've just remembered? What? In that uh, slew of episodes, it was a five-way tie. No way. So we got 200 quid for serving insects. And he didn't even put a sob story on it or anything. He just served them insects and was like, eat up. Do you know what else the thing is? They all ate it. Well, there you go. People would eat marbles. <laughs> I maybe wouldn't go that far. <laughs> um... This is just horrible, <laughs> Nadia. This is It's a very bleak episode, this, isn't it? It's a very strange sort of world. This is a horrible episode. I really hope people tune in for more fun episodes. Like, I've been trying to pitch the show as being <laughs> fun and light, and it's full of happiness. We've got, like, a, cr- a crazy AI that wants to keep you prisoner forever um, and blackmail you, and we've got Nadia s- trying to make you eat literally a bowl of marbles. <laughs> It's like some sort of hell, like, it literally is hell. Like, these could be scenarios. We should have saved this for the Halloween episode. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, imagine the worst things that could possibly happen here. But actually, you know, all said and done, um, I think your outlook to serving the ball of marbles is very admirable. And if I was on The Apprentice, I would want you on my team. Aww. I think I'd want you on my team too, Phil. Yeah, because you've really put a positive spin on that whole marble situation. You've made the best of a bad situation. That's what you need to do a lot of the time in The Apprentice. And, in fact, on Come Down With Me too. That's very true. So, actually, I think, all in all, what we can sum up is, a bowl of marbles might not be the most appetising choice, but if you politicise it well enough, you can maybe trick people into giving you a few sevens, maybe even an eight, because glass blowing's very difficult. <laughs> true. But, basically, people will eat anything, <laughs> if it's on TV. Yeah, if it's on TV. If you've put yourself in that situation, you better be ready to eat marbles <laughs> okay so you did ask before phil um for our twitter handle and you can find us at twitter um and it's quite simple it's at phil nadia that's it all one word at phil nadia oh that's very very elegant in its simplicity it is at phil nadia I like the sound of that. So, please follow. So, do at us, but only if it's something nice, please. Don't at us with anything mean. Yeah, please don't be mean. We've had a hard enough day. We've had to eat a bowl of marbles. We've been we've been harassed by an AI. We don't need any more trauma, okay? It has been very stressful. I need to go and have um, a lie down and a G&T, I think. Oh, my God, that sounds ideal. Yeah. Rambot, where's Rambot? Rambot. Rambot. Two drinks, please. Oh no, not a random gang. Oh, okay. On that note, bye. bye. I would put one in my mouth. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Sorry, that's terrible. Uh- <laughs>